Greetings and welcome to Complexity Talk Radio, Complexity Live with your host, Dr. Donna Maria Colbreth. You may call us to share your thoughts, to pose a question, or to give a general comment by dialing 914-338-1308. And now, Dr. Colbreth. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Complexity Talk Radio, Complexity Live. I'm your host, Dr. Donna Maria Colbert, and I'm coming to you live, and I'm glad to be back, everyone. It's been um, it's been a while, and as you can see, the allergies are still kicking in, the voice is still going in and out, so bear with me. It's been um, a couple of months. I'm glad to be back. Dr. Chung is going to be joining us this evening as well later on, and it's just been Interesting, guys, and then I'll tell you this. My sister and I literally, and I, and I mean this when I say this, took a trip um, around the world in eight months. Um, it's been so much stuff. The reason why tonight we selected the topic, <clears throat> curveballs, lemons, and lemonade, because we're going to focus in on how life throws curveballs at you, and we all know they come unexpected. So sit back, put in your seatbelts. If you have any questions or comments or you want to share, remember that our listener line is area code 914-338-1308. So let's get into this topic, which is really going to be awesome. And I'll share with you later on, you know, as we go through the show, um, more about the curveball issues. So here's the bottom line. Life is thrown curveballs your way. Um, and those curveballs are maybe what havoc in your life. They've thrown you off balance, um, created chaos, pandemonium, upset your world, your routine. And you're sitting there now, or you were rather, and you probably feel or believe like you have a basket of lemons sitting on your table. And you're saying, what in the heck am I going to do with these bas- the basket of lemons? And what you need to do is learn how to make your own special recipe for your lemonade. Everybody's recipe for their lemonade is completely different. They'll probably, you'll probably never find or hear of any two recipes that are actually identical. So what you want to do is when you've been, you've been thrown these curveballs, you want to find balance as you return to being in your good place. And you guys know me. I always talk about the good place. And that good place is your psychological, emotional, physical, and social well-being as you keep rising to the top. You cannot allow the curveballs thrown your way to make you fall down and stay down. They may knock you down. Don't get me wrong. They may throw you for a loop. And it's, it's so interesting when when you think about it, how when life throws these curveballs, they do when you least, it happens when you least expect them to come your way. And sometimes those curveballs are small little distractions, and sometimes they're actually life-changing events. So the thing of it is, is that you have to understand what is actually going on. You may not immediately, when they, when they slam into you, but it's like this. What can I say? Life happens to all of us. And sometimes those happenings and occurrences in life and those doggone curveballs, 
you know, they take you out of your good place. They, you know, they really can wreak so much doggone havoc. It's unbelievable. And Dr. Jung and I were talking about this earlier today, of how women of color especially deal with a different kind of of curveballs. And those curveballs can be, you know, they can wreak havoc to an unbelievable degree. So when we start looking at women of color and curveballs, you know, they can be over the top, especially so when they involve racism, colorism, prejudice, negative stereotypes, you know, disparate treatment in any, any shape, form, or fashion. But you can overcome the issues as you continue on that journey. Now, before we even go any further, let me define how the Urban Dictionary um, identifies a curveball. It defines them as being um, a particularly difficult issue, I'm saying this in quotes, obstacle or problem. And where they come into, we're referring to curveballs, comes from the old baseball term. It's a tricky baseball pitch that was actually thrown or used. So when we start looking at these wonderful little um, ways that we can deal with curveballs and get ourselves back on track, just remember, a curveball can come in many shapes, sizes. They can involve uh, one or two, three or even more issues at one time. And they are indeed, at times, life-changing events, whether it's death, dealing with a job issue, um, dealing with love, trust, and friendship. Hold on one second, everyone. Welcome, Dr. Jung. Hi, Dr. Jung. How are you this evening? I'm fine. How are you? Good. You see the voices going in and out, but I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, No, you sound a lot better. Good. What I was just talking about, um, telling our listeners, that when you're looking at these curveballs, they can come in many forms. They can involve death, personal issues, families, love, trust, relationships, friendships. Um, you know, they come in all forms. They don't. They do not discriminate, and they don't offer any warnings. And of course, we know, Doctor Jung, that they're they can take you off track in a big way because they're unplanned. The distractions. They can be roadblocks or setbacks. And they can ultimately just, like, stop your life right on the tracks. What do you think, Dr. Jung? Definitely. I think sometimes when you go through some kind of struggle or obstacle, it can be so detrimental to you that it can hold you back from moving forward. And, you know, from my conversation with you earlier, you made a really good point that, you know, when these things happen, um, and they really push you down. I know, I mean, you said it's hard to get up, but, you know, it's, those who are able to dust yourself off and move forward and, you know, say, okay, this is just something bad that happened, um, but I'm going to keep moving forward because I have a goal in mind. And that's something that you've always even said to me is don't lose focus of the goal that's ahead of you. Um, And don't let other people or situations get you down. And I think that's like so profound. And I love that you're always pushing that upon your audience and, just women of color, so thank you for just being such an encouragement. 
Thank you. That's a good, excellent point. Because there so many times, you know, I was talking to a group of women last week, and mm-hmm. they were just talking about the issues that they're dealing with, with relationships, jobs. We had women who were thrown curveballs, Dr. Chung, to such a degree that some of them were just knocked down. They were floored, devastated, to the point where it's not that they could not get back up. They had no drive, no motivation, no gumption to pick themselves back up and start, you know, working on, you know, resolving the issues, dealing with them. And I think what happened is that like one young lady explained, she said, it's the embarrassment of the curveball slamming me dead smack in the middle of my forehead. I didn't see it coming. Well, I'm like, well, we never really will. And she could not get past the fact that her once, what she considered perfect life, had been turned upside down within a matter of seconds. And so I explained to her, you let that one curveball, which did shake the inner fabric of her being, you will let that curveball knock you down. No, you get up and you get going again. And it may be, and everyone, like, and this is something else too, Dr. Jung, everyone has their own method, style, strategies to deal with issues. But this young woman in particular, she didn't want to have a strategy. She didn't want to have a plan. She just said, oh, the hell with it. I'm just going to just do something else instead of pursuing her goals and her dreams. So here's the point, listeners. You may get knocked down in life. You may fall. The curveballs may hit you death smack in the middle of your head and your forehead. When you're able to, you have to get back up. You have to regroup, rebalance, and start on your journey again. I mean, here's the thing, Dr. Jung, when they were talking about the issues. That's what made me think of lemons, because so many of the young women were so bitter. Um, and you know the old saying that lemons are so bitter. You know, and if you take even back further, slavery. When they talked about how they gave the slaves lemons, and they turned around and made lemonade out of it. So what we are talking about tonight, everyone, is that when you've been feel like you have a bowl of lemons on your table. Your pantry or your your cabinets are empty. You make some lemonade. And the way that you do that is understanding what you're going through. Um, look at the situation. I mean, Dr. Jung, if we even look at, like, personal relationships, um, and if the curveball is relative to a personal relationship, then I always tell people, stop and seriously evaluate the people you surround yourself with. If you're getting curveballs coming at you every which way you can possibly imagine, and some of them are relative to the people in your inner circle, then you need to ask yourself if those individuals are bringing too much negativity into your world. If you're trying to reach higher ground, you're trying to be a success story, trying to improve or enhance the quality of your life, ask yourself if the people in your inner circle are bringing too much drama and negativity into your world. Ask yourself, have they grown significantly in the past five years? Are they concerned about moving forward? Now remember, these are the same individuals who are throwing curveballs that keep slamming on you, adding you. You can't allow that. You have to take charge. 
have a no-nonsense attitude and approach and let them know that you're not going to tolerate it. If they respond negatively to, negatively to your dreams and your goals, they try and tear you down and bring you down, if they're not respecting you or your journey and those curveballs just keep slamming into you, it's time for you to make a decision. You need to look at that, look at the situation, look at your relationship with the individuals, and you need to weigh it out. Determine if that individual or those individuals are they assets to your lives or are they liabilities. And once you make the determination, you'll know the decision that you need to make. Although I can't imagine, Dr. Jung, anyone wanting to keep someone who's a major liability in their life. What do you think? Yeah, I think... Um... I think I think you're absolutely right. And how often do we do that? We we think that certain people um, really care about us, and then they say things to us to bring us down. And you know, we may start to believe it. But I mean, for myself in my twenties, I had a lot of unhealthy kind of women or family relatives who would say, oh, but I, I care about you so much, this is why I'm saying it to you. But really what they were doing was knocking me down. And I think now that I'm in my 40s, I realize, you know what, like I've really narrowed down, gotten rid of the people who are just unhealthy, not encouraging, um, who I feel like don't have my back, and I've gotten rid of them, and I've surrounded myself with you know, brothers and sisters and family members who are there to encourage me to, you know, lift me back up when I need them. Um, They're not there to tear me down or to criticize me. Um, And I think we really need to surround ourselves with those type of people in our lives, people who will encourage us, walk with us, who really do have our best interests at heart. And, um, you know, I I hear this from, you know, female students after female students saying, oh, but, you know, they say they care about me, but maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not smart enough to be, you know, getting this degree. Maybe I'm just being unrealistic. Maybe I should just stay home and be the good wife that's expected of me or just take care of my children or just work because I'm not smart enough. But, you know, like all of us inside have that drive. We know what we're capable of doing. And, yes, it's going to take hard work, but, you know, we have to believe in ourselves and we have to do what you know, um, what will make our life better. And and if there's unhealthy people in our life, we have to cut them out. And we have to make sure that we're healthy because if we're healthy, then we can continue to help other women and other women of color to be healthy. And um, I don't know, I think you and I are big people about mentoring and just sharing stories um, with other women, especially women of color, because we're there to support one another. We're not there to tear each other down or compete. Um, you know, we're, we're needed in society. Our voices are important. That's right. They are very important. And I think it's, um, I think it's you made a, good, a really, really good point about surrounding yourself with those positive people because oftentimes, and then I go back and talk about the women's group, their conversation. Um, they were dealing with relationships, Dr. Junkin, that just weren't healthy for them. Um, where one young lady was dealing with a guy who would do A, B, C, or D. He was treating her bad. She was miserable. She was unhappy with him. They would break up. 
she gets him cheating, they break up. He goes deal with somebody for a while. And then within a week to two weeks, he's creeping back, and she kept taking him back. It was a pattern over several years. This is their history. This is what they do. Oh, when I posed the question to her, but because she said to me, well, you know, Doc, I keep getting these curveballs from this guy. I'm like, but is it really a curveball? Maybe each time they hit you, it's a different, you feel like it's a curveball. But you know who he is. You know the pattern. The cycle is continuing. What are you doing to help yourself get out of that situation? See, when a curveball hits you and you feel like you're dealing with lemon, a basket of lemons on your table, you choose to do nothing about or with that basket of lemons, then we have an issue. And her response was, Dr. Chung, well, what am I going to do? He's not going to change. He's going to keep doing the same stuff over and over again. And I guess I'm going to keep taking him back over and over again. And I was floored. Now, here's a beautiful, intelligent young woman who's going to college, worked full-time, had her own nice little house that she purchased on her own. And here's this guy who isn't worth the time of day, wrecking havoc in her life to such a degree that she was suspended from her job because she couldn't function. So to me, when a curveball of that nature hits you and it's a relationship issue, you know, I read to her our, um, remember our affirmation, do not settle for the mistress of the world? Yes. And I told you, you have to keep on keeping on. You have to refuse to settle and stop going back to unhealthy relationships. If that person is in your, within your inner circle, which he is, he continues to disappoint you, hurt you, you're devastated, you're floored. Yes, it may be a basket of lemons on your table. And we talked about the bitter and the sweet. But in order for you to change your circumstances, to move forward in a positive light, in a healthy manner. I mean, I believe, Dr. Jung, she needs to sever the ties with this guy. I think they had passed the point of ultimatums, of telling him, get it together, I'm done. And I was reading an article earlier today that noted how people deal with issues like that, and they continue to because the other person who's throwing those curveballs at them they know they can get away with it, so they keep the same pattern of behavior. And the cycle continues on and on. So in the end, I think she saw the light to a certain degree. And as the other women in the group noted, you know, if you know that this guy's going to, you don't know when, but you know every couple of months or two he's going to throw a curveball your way, why are you standing there waiting to get hit with it? What are you doing? to move yourself out of that, out of, you know, the range and to protect you. And I think that's the issue too, Dr. Chung, with women of color. Um, there seems to be like a big, I mean, with a lot of them that I've been talking to, dealing with these relationship issues or um, dealing with job issues involving colorism, we're looking at the racism issues, we're looking at so many different curveballs that just keep hitting them. And it seems like when women of color get hit with the curveball, and then maybe, and I could be 100% wrong, maybe it's just the women I talk to. It's like Dr. Jung that the curveballs that they're being hit with are knocking them down so hard 
that they're finding it almost practically rather impossible to get back out. What are your thoughts on that? Well, so I really like everything you're saying. And one thing that kept popping in my mind um, is, yeah, why is it that when women of color experience, like, for example, what you just said, a a relationship where an unhealthy male or person keeps coming, popping back into their life, why is it that we take that person back and we're willing to, to compromise ourselves, who we are, you know, what we deserve, and yet we're giving excuses to this person, well, maybe that person won't get better. I'll, I'll give that person a chance. We're giving that person so many chances to improve. That person does not improve, but we keep giving excuses. Well, you know, that person will get better, whatever. But why is that we're so hard on ourselves? Why, is, I don't why don't that. we look at ourselves and say, you know what, I deserve better? Excuse my mm-hmm. language, but screw that person. You know, I have goals. I'm trying to make something in my life. I don't deserve this kind of garbage, this unhealthy relationship. I deserve someone who will love me for who I am, even if I am successful, that you don't see that as a flaw, that you like that I'm strong, that I'm vocal, that I'm intelligent. Why is it that we're willing to compromise that respect and that love? And, and, and the thing is, women of color are especially willing to do that, to compromise what they deserve. And like, you and I are always talking about why. We should not be like that. There are plenty of other women who are successful, who are in great healthy relationships. Why do we think that we don't deserve that? We've got to stop being so hard on ourselves, criticizing ourselves, seeing our flaws, and acknowledge that these people have flaws and I'm not dealing with this garbage anymore. Because I'm going you know places and I don't have time for those lemons to hold me back. It's beautiful. I love it. You're right. I, I think I think what happens is that from based on my conversations, I think it's the fear from what some of the young women in the group were saying. Well, mm-hmm. I've been in with him so long, I know him. He's safe. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my question. What do you, what are you classifying? How do you define safe when you have someone who's constantly throwing these curveballs your way, they're tormenting you, you're miserable. And you're walking around in a daze, you're confused, you're upset, you're struggling. It does affect them psychologically, emotionally, physically, Mm -hmm. socially. And when it hits them and it starts affecting all these individual areas of your life, you have to be smart enough to know you don't have to sacrifice. It doesn't matter. Like one young lady had been with a guy 12 years. And my response was, and Dr. Jung, you know how I am. You and I are strong women. We have zero tolerance for nonsense. If I were in a situation, and if my guy even thought about that for one second, we're done. Because life is too short to keep putting up with nonsense and drama. And as an old friend of mine used to say, old, old southern term, foolishness, from someone for whatever reason. You, you stop, and I, I told her this story. I said, I walk through the cemetery when I go to my parents' grave, my grandparents, and I've seen so many tombstones of so many young people who've died before their time. I've read articles and books about violence and how relationship and intimate partner abuse and everything have left so many people, you know, you know, devastated. Some have died, some have been killed. 
There was just one on, on, on television in the news this week about a guy, I think he strangled and murdered his, his girlfriend for whatever reason and just left her body out on the street. So the point that we were trying to make to her was that this is not a healthy relationship. Why are you choosing to settle? And here's the biggest thing, Dr. Chung. This is what we noticed, too. And this is a study we, um, we were really working on now. It seemed that a lot of the women of color when relationships who were they had their education at minimum I think we had bachelor's and MBA master's degree. We had three or four PhD. And it seems to me that I, I picked this up that the bulk of them were having the severe problems who kept going back and back and back to these guys. The men that they were dealing with had absolutely maybe a high school diploma. And as we yeah. talked more and talked more from what they're saying, the comments that were thrown their way said, oh, you think because you're educated, you think you have your degree. Um, and that seemed to be a bulk of a lot of their problems. One young lady said that her guy told her he needed a woman more on his level. He needed someone with a high school diploma because she was too educated for him. And this is the young lady that was so devastated she couldn't pull herself together. I mean, can you make any sense of that? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think men are just intimidated by successful, strong women. And there, a lot of these men have egos that need to be, you know, rubbed and, and loved, and they need to feel like they're the stronger male, the sexier male, the intelligent person in the relationship and when they don't feel like that they feel very intimidated and um, you know instead of thinking wow I need to go out and make myself you know worthy of this woman who's educated and articulate and very successful they turn to the woman and say you know what you're not good enough for me even though you have success a brain and you're intelligent and you're beautiful they will go and they will turn and say to the woman that you're not good enough for me. And women yeah, do. will take it. Women will take it and say, you know what, you're right. And so we need to have, like, this is why it's important that we women of color, we need, like, a support group. We're, we're telling each other, you know what, we don't need to take this anymore. Like, maybe our mothers took this and said it's okay and took the men back or took our fathers back, or whatever, and we've seen this, but we don't need to repeat this cycle. We can break it right now. We can say, you know what? This is not going to happen with me. I'm going to go after the man that I deserve who's worthy of me. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I think we need to press upon, especially the young women, because it's not healthy, number one. And if he wants to tear you down, because you're intelligent. And this is something else I, I picked up from the conversation, too, that these type of men need to feel superior, like you noted. And they can't because they believe, because this woman's education, that she's so far above them. So he gets a woman who he believes is beneath him, who he can continue that little, that tirade or that, that behavior of he's being superior. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And another thing, too, is why is it that we, as especially women of color, we think it's okay. It's okay if I find a man who says he loves me and he cheats on me. It's okay because I'm lucky to have him. 
And that's just how men are. We got to stop talking and saying that's how men are and keep giving them excuses to go cheat on us and have a wandering eye. We need to say, no, if you're going to be with me, you're with me. You're not having the wandering eye. You're not, you know, um, flirting with someone or, you know, physically having a relationship with someone. No, you're only with And if you can't handle that, then you can keep walking because I deserve Mm -hmm. better. I deserve a man who will love me and only love me and not someone that I have to worry about that you might cheat on me. Because that's nerve-wracking. And I think the biggest problem with this young lady was that, and here's the thing, Dr. Junkin, she was very articulate, very pretty, attractive, fixed herself up, um, very smart. And it was so funny to her when everyone started saying, you know, and I said this to her first, this old saying that we often fail to see ourselves as others see us. She could not see all the good qualities that all of us were seeing in her and that she could bring so much more to someone's table who would truly care about her, a decent, a good man. And in the end, she had to laugh. And she said, well, you know what? I never thought of myself. I never saw myself as having this level of worth that you guys have placed on me. It's just that... I believe, you know, we've been together so long, best. and I'm saying to myself, no, no, no. Um, and it, it's a, it, just, it was so ironic, Dr. Jung, that no matter what or how the other women ex- tried to explain how she was in an abusive type of relationship, you know, psychologically abusive, emotionally, mentally, every time we brought up an issue, she justified his behavior. And that is where we, we try to explain to her how many more curveballs do you need to be hit with. Um, and she, you know, she went back to talking about the lemons being bitter. But here's the thing. We all know that lemons are bitter in their natural form. But they can add amazing, amazing taste to dishes. They can spruce up, balance, and enhance, you know, revive. They can refresh so many dishes. And likewise, when you feel that basket of lemons sitting on your table, courtesy of your curveball, regardless of where it comes from, then you use them to help rebalance the plan and focus on that journey to continue rising to the top. Um, And this is where you have to realize, as we explained to her, you're dealing with the good, the bad, and the ugly. That basket of lemons sitting on that table, let's use them, let them guide you or help you find your balance. You have to give all that you have work hard, you can't give up, you can't keep falling back into the same slump, because if you, same slump, excuse me, if you do, you're never going to move forward, you're never going to achieve the goals. Um, She went on to talk about she would like to marry this guy. Dr. Jung, for the life of me, I didn't get it. And in my mind, I always look at it like this, there's no possible way that anyone could even begin to imagine this young woman marrying this man who already has made her life a living hell. And she's thinking that it's okay. Oh, he'll change once I'm married. That was a, that was the point she made. That's what my note says. He'll change once we're married. He'll stop cheating. I don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, then we talked to another young lady who was dealing with, um, get, got hit with a heart a curveball at work involving colorism issue, slammed her. 
Um, we've been talking to them about all these curveballs and how some of the women were actually knocked down. The biggest issue to Dr. Jung was for them to get back up. And once they did get back up and they're standing up straight, they didn't know what to do. Um, what am I supposed to do now with this basket of lemons? So I went through and I just explained. I said, well, if you think about it, the lemons are sunny. They're, they have, you know, happy, it's a happy fruit when you look at it. It's a sunny disposition. It, they're pretty. The shapes are unique. The taste may be bitter. But you can use the bitterness of lemons to make your life better and even sweeter. But yeah. you have to love yourself through it. And you love yourself through it by finding balance, learning to deal with the reality of, you know, of the situation or the situations or issues involved. You develop your plan, stand firm, pull it together, and you start going back out on your journey again. You can't just say, okay, I was hit with a curveball. I was knocked down. I'm standing back up, but I'm just standing here. Because when they're standing, Dr. Jung, I think that they're not making any progress. You, I told, you know, explain to me, you have to regroup, you know, revive, um, rebalance. And you can't do that if you've been able to curveball and you get back up and you allow yourself to stay in that same spot where you were able to curveball in the first place. What do you think is going to happen? So, yeah. You know, I think that the most important thing was showing the young women that the power to deal with their basket of lemons was within them, that they have to believe against all odds that they're going to be able to overcome the issues. They can remove the roadblocks. Um, and like I explained to one lady, just say, I'll be doggone, or I'll be damned if this little curveball in the basket of lemons on my, my table are going to keep me stuck here in this spot. Refuse to settle, refuse to be stagnated. What do you think, Dr. Jung? I think what you said was great, and I love that whole just picture analogy of the basket of lemons, and it just reminds me that, you know, there there is that saying, when you when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, but you know what? You have a basket full of lemon, and it's so easy to be like, what am I going to do with this fruit that's full, that's bitter and I don't even like citrus, but you know what? When you have a basket of lemons, you know what you can do? You can make lemonade. You can mix some alcohol, alcohol in there and make a great alcoholic lemonade drink. Put some iced tea, you know, iced tea lemonade, lemon meringue pie, lemon muffins. You know, I can go on and on. All those wonderful dishes. And you know what else? Lemons are good to, you know, tighten your pores. So you go and you take those lemons and you do something for yourself. You do not see it as something negative. What am I going to do? These are bitter. These are awful. I don't even like lemons. There are plenty of yummy, wonderful things that you can do to nourish your body and also to take care of yourself. And when life is tough on you, that's when you say, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself because I'm important. And um, it's okay to cry a little bit and feel bad, but then you get back up and you say, you know what? This is, this is my life, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push forward. And it may be tough, but you take one step at a time. You just, you know, take one lemon out of that basket and you just make something with it, something wonderful, and you use those lemons to eat or to share with a friend and, you know, build your own community that's going to, you know, really enjoy 
the things that you have to offer because everyone has great, unique things to offer. And you know what? Use that to your advantage. We are women here to share our knowledge and our stories. We're not here to compete or to put each other down or to be happy when someone's going through a hardship. We are here to support, encourage, and inspire. That's right. That's perfect. It's beautiful. And something else, Dr. Sutton, you and I talked about this on prior shows where they can actually, you know, do a personal SWOT analysis of yourself. You know, okay, the curveball hits you. You've got a basket of women. You're trying to decide what to do. You sit down and write a list. You know, it's called a personal SWAT to Dr. John Kim, Dr. John and I developed. You know, what are your strengths and what areas of your life do you have this really strong point? Then look at your weaknesses, write down the weaknesses. Look at the opportunities that are available there for you and the threats. Meanwhile, you're taking that basket of lemons and you're going to do something. You're going to use them to evaluate you, conduct an analysis of you as a person, and if you want to do a swat of your psychological, your emotional, your physical, your social well-being, then do so. But, and when you do that, look at your strengths and say to yourself, okay, how can these strengths help me deal with this curveball that I've been hit with and this doggone basket of lemons? You know, what are my weaknesses and how can I, how can these weaknesses turn into assets for me? How can I turn them into strengths? And sometimes, like Dr. Jung, you and I have noted, sometimes a weakness isn't always a bad thing. And I think that's important, too, because you can take that weakness and mold it and twist it and work it around um, and enhance it, help, enhance it. Do it. It becomes your strength now. Um, then look at the opportunities you see in your life. And then look at the threats. And Dr. Jung, everybody always gets afraid of the threats. And I would have thought years ago when I was younger that most people would fear the weaknesses. But it appears now that most people are like, oh, my gosh, this threat. I can't handle it. I can't deal with it. But you can take that threat and make it an opportunity. You can turn it into opportunities. It's just a matter of you sitting down, planning, regrouping, understanding, and realizing that, the situation is not as bad as you really think it is. So so what you ate with a curveball? So what now you have a basket of lemons? So I think at the end of the day, it's all about perseverance, strength, believing in self and having the faith and having faith. And know that you want to and you must get up if you're going to continue, continue on your journey to higher ground and achieve success, you know, which can be whatever it needs to be for you. What works for each individual person may not work for somebody else. So when you're putting together your recipe for your lemonade, you have to really work on this. You can't just sit down and do a fly-by-night, you know, little plan or whatever recipe for your lemonade. Um, And here's the thing, Dr. Jung, and and like I said to some of the young ladies in the meeting, if you need to set the record straight with others, then do it. Be firm. Don't waver. Um, don't take, I always say, crap all from people for any reason about anything. And sometimes, like I said, you know, we've noted, sometimes they may just need to take a time out. Do you need a time out to regroup? Do you have so much on your plate now because of this curveball and a basket of lemons? You know, when you're putting together your recipe, 
for your lemonade. I'm okay. Then you can simply just say, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to throw into this little, um, or write on this piece of paper as my recipe for dealing with this? Start writing. Write a blog. Start a real awesome blog. Come up with a topic. It could be relative to your curveball. The basket of lemons. Write about how you dealt with that basket of lemons and what you did and the recipe you used to find your balance again. Um, you know, when, it, when you start looking at being, um, being strong, being determined, remember, you can determine it, only you, not your friends, not everybody else. You may want to get the input or the comments, the recommendations, their suggestions, but in the end, only you can determine what your recipe needs to consist of, how much you need to pour in to rebalance your psychological, emotional, physical, and social well-being. And remember, it's a personal choice. How you choose to proceed is personal. And after you come up with your recipe, and this is what you're going to do, if somebody has an issue with it, don't let them make you waver or second-guess yourself. Stand firm in your decisions and your convictions. If this is the way, the best way for you to deal with the curveball and those lemons sitting on your table, and this is the recipe that you've put together, if it works for you, then you follow it. If it doesn't work for you, then you, like I always tell people, you always come up with your little backup plans. So if plan A doesn't work, or if your recipe A isn't tasting the way you want it to taste, you're not getting that sweet taste. And you want to have a balance of the sweetness with the bitter. If it's not working, then you have recipe B or recipe C or D. And at any point in time, you see that recipe A is not working, you prepare yourself to try recipe B. And when you start using recipe B, you should automatically start writing two more, just in case there's a just-in-case moment. And remember, gang, life is when you make it. You cannot allow, you should not allow, be firmed and let people know that this is my life. I have to come up with a strategy or a plan. And remember what I said earlier, it is okay to get input and recommendations and suggestions. But I think the most important thing to remember is that it's your life. And you have to mix the ingredients of this recipe up. And you want them to be a fit for you, your needs. What are your psychological needs? What are your emotional, your physical, and your social? It's about your well-being and you getting yourself back to being in a good place, a good place where you can continue on your journey, where you are not going to be sitting um, and saying, oh, I'm second-guessing myself again. And there are times when it's not, it's okay to do that. But you don't want to get into the habit of always second-guessing yourself and doubting yourself. Be firm. Be positive. Feel secure in the decisions that you're making. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Make sure that your recipe, excuse me, gang, tea time, um, be sure that your recipe is 
others' recommendations and do so. But understand <clears throat> that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, what works for you may not work for somebody else. What works for somebody else may not work for you. So in talking about what you're going to do with the basket of lemons, you may, like I said earlier, right, start writing a blog. You know, start a support group like Dr. Chung noted earlier. Noted earlier. Whatever you do, you make sure that you understand that the curveball that was thrown at you and that may have knocked you for a loop or two, it's not the end of the world. And Dr. Chung and I talked about this um, earlier. Um, for those of you who don't know, my mom passed away suddenly in September of last year, week after my birthday. And that was one hell of a curveball. And it hit me, you know, I'll say it hit me on the side. Wasn't seeing, didn't see it coming. She just died suddenly. And it was shocking news. That was a curveball. And here's, and here's the thing we've noted. And Dr. John Kim and I wrote this in one of our affirmations in the um, book Living, Live Life Fabulous, Affirmations for Women. Living Life Fabulous at 50, Affirmations for Women of Color. We noted in the book, um, and I cannot remember the exact page, guys. I had it written down. I can't remember it. But anyway, we noticed that curveballs can come and can be a small little tiny distraction. And they can also be life-changing events. My mom's death was a life-changing event. Um, and that's when I tell you, my, my, I told you my sister and I took a trip. We, we literally, and we laugh about this, took an eight-month eight trip around the world. And at the end of the day, what got me through to deal with my curveball in the basket of lemons on my table was that there was a song that my sister loved at the youth of my mom's funeral. Um, I think it was called It Is Well With My Soul, It Is Well. And I listened to it, you know, that day at the funeral. And the most amazing thing happened for me, guys. When that, and I wrote an article about this. It's in the Journal of Colorism Studies. It's the last volume I think that was published in October, November of last year. And it's titled, the article that I wrote is titled A Profound Way to Say Goodbye, Celebrating the Life of My Mother and Her Empowering Embrace. And in there, and, I, and I'll never forget this, when the soloist bellowed out the, song, the words of the song, um, it is well, um, the guy sang it wonderfully. He noted, and I quote, Whatever my lot thou has taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And for me, guys, at that particular point in time, sitting there doing my mother's service, funeral service, um, dealing with my basket of lemons that I felt that I had on my table at the same time as well, I found myself moving back to being in a good place. You know, and I always say this, and this is what I wrote, and I'll read it to you. Despite the fact that tomorrow will be very different, although I'd never hear my mother's voice again, never see her beautiful smile again, never hold our regular whirlwind conversations again, and I would never sit and drink tea as we shared her famous church lady pound cake. Again, all was well with my soul because I found the most profound way to say goodbye. 
And and before I continue reading this and, and explaining to you, I dealt with my curveball. Prior to my mom passing, everybody knows about the the, the pound cakes. Most of the time, church ladies always made pound cakes. If you went to any event at church, there was somebody who always bought the rich buttered pound cake. And my mother used to make them all the time. And we labeled them, you know, Mom's Church Lady Pound Cake. Pound Cake. So this is what I did, guys. I'm going to continue reading. So I baked my mother's famous Church Lady Pound Cake. I sat with my sister, and we enjoyed Mom's cake. We drank tea, smoked cigarettes, and held a whirlwind conversation. And all was well with both of our souls. So what I did, guys, I took my basket of lemons. You know, my mom's death was a really hard curveball. But I took those basket of lemons that were sitting in the middle of my mother's dining room table. And I made my lemonade. You know, I, I when I go back to talking about how I made the cake and my sister and I had a whirlwind conversation, um, there was my lemonade. That's how I dealt with it. So even though the curveball stunned me, threw me for a loop, I did not allow that curveball to keep me down. I lifted myself back up, stood on my own two feet. And in other words, what I'm saying to you guys is that you and only you at times can determine, well, this is what I need to do to deal with the effects of the issues as a result of being hit with this curveball. This is how I'm going to deal with the situation. Here is my remedy. Here is my solution. So it's important to always realize that, you know, a curveball, getting hit with a curveball is not the end of the world. Oh, rest assured, it can stay. It can hurt like hell. And, yes, they can and do leave you dazed and confused. Um, they do shake the inner fabric of your, your being to such a degree that you, you're, you're standing there, you're stunned. But then when you realize that as a result of this curveball, I now have a basket of bitter, bright, sunny, yellow lemons sitting on my table. And you have to ask yourself this, why do you think lemons are so pretty? Why do you think they're so sunny and the disposition? You're looking at lemons and you go to the grocery store and you go to the produce aisle. And if they have the lemons all loose, like in a bin, and, of course, if they're pretty lemons at that, um, if you stand there and you just look at them, they, they're the happy fruit. And I think the reason why God made them uh, that pretty yellowish color is because they're so bitter inside. So you are in some way somehow attracted to that pretty yellow color. And as Dr. Jung noted earlier, those lemons, the lemon rather, is bitter, but you can use it to enhance. So many recipes, food. I mean, I use it in cooking all the time in my tea. When my allergies are bad, the lemons in my tea. Um, when my throat gets bad, rather. When um, I drink lemon water 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So in other words, guys, what I'm saying to you is that you may not like the taste of the lemons. You may not be okay with the fact that you have a bowl of bitter fruit sitting on your table. But you have to see the bigger picture. Why are the lemons there? If you've never tried a certain recipe that calls for lemon rind or lemon juice and you try it, you're sold on it. You're like, wow, this is awesome. This is great. 
and you continue making that recipe because you found a need, a purpose, and you use the lemons to enhance something. Likewise, in your personal life, whether it's an issue with a job, a relationship, friends, whatever it may be, financial, use your bowl of lemons to help bring about the change that you need to get you going again and so that you can retire ground. Never, ever make yourself believe that you have to accept that bowl of lemons just sitting there. Never believe that there's nothing you can do about your situation because there is. Understand that curveballs are just what they are, curveballs. And yes, it does matter how big or how small they are, how hard they hit you. Yes, all of that is something you you look at and you consider and you try to understand. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, never ever believe that you have to settle. Know that you have that power within you. And that that power within you is what you're going to use to help you achieve your goal. That's what you focus in on. Don't allow it to be a situation where you're saying to yourself, well, this is it. I'm stuck with this. I can't move forward. I can't do anything else. I'm stuck with a basket of lemons, all because I was hit with a doggone curveball that caught me off guard. And I don't know what to do with myself or my life. That's bull. Yes, you do. You get up. You piece, pull yourself together. It begins gain with, and, and I cannot say this to you enough, believing that you are going to get back where you need to be. And it may be that the curveball was so in your way because you need to go in a different direction. There's so many ways to interpret this, to view it, um, you know, so many different types of recipes you can come up to put together. But, you, but the key thing is, it's understanding that you have to let it go and move on. That you have to say to yourself, okay, yes, I can, and yes, I will. Because I'm that determined to continue rising to the top. When you um, real think about how you're going to deal with the situation, you know, for just a few seconds, if you never do this at all, um, look at yourself as being, you know, rather let me say this, look at you, look at it saying, okay, you know what, it's all about me, and I have to deal with these issues, or this issue. I am the one who's responsible for pulling myself back up and getting going. And if you need help, if that curveball has hit you so hard that you feel that you need to go to counseling, you need to talk to someone, then do that. You know, you can go to your state agencies and your state websites. They have numbers for counseling. If you need that type of help, don't ever be afraid or ashamed. If you need to talk to friends, like I noted earlier, one of the rest, one of the ingredients in your recipe for your lemonade, and remember, the lemonade is all about making you feel good, helping you heal, helping you get back to your good place. So that's what the lemonade is about. So you do whatever you need to do that makes you feel good about you, helps you deal with the situation or the issues, and find your balance. Find your balance. You do that by starting to really put
put in the work, the effort, and it's not going to be easy, and no one ever said it would be, but if you're trying to achieve a goal in life, if you've been knocked down, the curveball has slammed to the ground, and you're getting back up, plan, organize, use this, come up with a strategy, find and use all the tool, tools and resources that you need. When you're putting together your recipe for your lemonade, you may want to say, okay, I'm going to go in a pinch of um, self-esteem here, a quarter of a cup of self-love, you know, maybe one cup of pride, you know, one-third cup of respect. You mix your ingredients so that when you're finished, you can sit back, put your feet up, and fill a tall glass with ice, pour your lemonade, and enjoy your life. Dr. Jung, what do you think? Thing you said was so beautiful. I just didn't want to interrupt you. And thank you so much, first of all, for sharing your story about the loss of your mother. I know you really did love her, and you know she was just as educated as you were. Um, but a loss of a parent is a huge loss, and just like, you know, divorce or breaking up in a relationship. I mean, those are huge relationships in your life that impact. And I know. I can't hear you. You, you. You're back. You're doing this radio show. And I know there are a lot of people out there who are very upset at Dr. Colbreth for not doing the show, but she's back, everyone. And, you know, now you're going to have her weekly dose of just encouragement and inspiration and definitely just everything you said about that song and your mother. And I was, it, I was silent, but it was definitely, it touched my heart. It made me cry. And I know there's other people out there who are listening who, what Dr. Colbert said, it, it was just so honest and so raw that I don't know how you couldn't end up teary-eyed like I was. And um, I think, I think you just, you just proved the point again of women sharing stories of when you're vulnerable and showing such strength. I mean, even though you don't feel like the most strongest person, but yet you're you're living your life and you're using this, you know, loss to like really bless the lives of so many many other listeners and women. And you know, it's Wednesday and Wednesdays are hard because it's like the middle of the work week. But I just feel like I don't care. It's like the middle of the week, but I feel like I can run a marathon after hearing what you said I feel like I can jump over tall buildings like you have been so inspirational with what you just said those those that simple story but yet it came mm-hmm. in your heart so thank you so much and you know just everything that you said about making lemon lemonade I mean like another thing too you know the lemonades lemons bring like vitamin c and everybody needs vitamin C to stay healthy and definitely like your stories and everything that you say, like definitely helps us to keep healthy, like self-love, self-encouragement, self-pride, um, stuff that sometimes we think are not important, but we need all of those in our lives to just push ourselves forward. And if we lose even one, it can just drag, make us drag. And, you know, like everything that you said, we need all of that. That's our vitamin C. That's what makes us energized to live. And, you know, 
even though we feel like just lying in bed in our pajamas and never getting up, like we got to push forward because this younger generation, they need us. So I hope more people will be like you, more women of color will be like you, be willing to be vulnerable and share your stories because it's not weakness that you're showing. It's actual strength. And we need to know that, you know, there's other women like that, us who are having a hard time and, that we can turn to each other and say, you know what, you're not alone. You are not alone, and I care for you, and I will mentor you, and I will help you to become the woman that God created you to be. And it's not going to be easy, but you know what, I have your back. You are my sister. We don't have to have the same skin color or the same religious um, right. you know, uh, thoughts, but we're here as women. We each bleed, but... We need each other, and we're going to push forward. And even though society says that we're not supposed to be together because of our skin color, our religion, you know what? It's it's our similarities and our stories that bind us together. And I love that. That's what you just you. shared today. And yeah, it's Thank beautiful, you. Dr. Colbert. I feel so inspired. Thank you, because you know what I realized when my sister selected that song. I hadn't heard it in years. And one day I put it on, you know, after the funeral when I was in the shower, and it sunk in. And and this is why it's important, like, ladies and and, and gentlemen, when you've been hit with that curveball and you're knocked down and you're getting up and you're looking at doggone basket of lemons, they're yellow, they're that bright, pretty yellow color for a reason. So when I heard that song, and I'm listening to it, I'm in the shower now, and I had it on speaker, um, and when it said... Um, I think Peace Like a River um, goes on and on and on. And it said, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. So when things are good, it's well with your soul when things are going bad. But the bottom line of it is the song was like a pillar of strength for me. And I made my lemonade. And Dr. John Kim, you see, I've been going no place but up since then. But it's just good for people to know that curved balls and falling down doesn't mean you're going to be there forever. You know, and like I tell, I'll say this again, when you're making your lemonade, you put a, put a pinch of whatever you think or a cup or a quarter of a cup, but the most important thing is your self-esteem. You have to love yourself enough, know who you are, where you're going, how you're going to get there. Remember, those plans may not always go as you, you wanted them to. Um, Dr. Jung, there was a movie I was watching, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I think it was titled This Christmas. I think this is where I heard it from. And one of the characters in the movie said, if you want to see God laugh, just make plans. And, you know, she's going to his family and everything. And I found that, that statement so interesting that, you know, she noticed that. Um, and I think it's a quote that came somewhere from Woody Allen somewhere years ago. But... At the end of the day, when all is said and done, when all the drama is over with, and you drink, you know, you have your lemonade and you're drinking it and you're getting it back together, there's going to be a moment or a time in your life when you're going to look back on that curveball situation. You're going to remember your basket of lemons, and then you're going to remember how you made your unique recipe for the lemonade that pulled you back together. And save it write it down because you never know somebody else may be going through something you can share with them what you did and remember what I said everybody's situation is unique 
and how they respond and react and pull themselves back together. It may not always be the same, and that's something everyone must understand. Um, Dr. Jung, what do you think before we close? Yeah, no, uh, definitely I love that you emphasize that everyone has their own story, and though you may get knocked down many, many times, you have to, the big thing is you just get back up. Get back up and you dust yourself off. You know what? I think I lost you. Dr. Jung? Yes. Okay, there you go. I couldn't hear you. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, so you dust yourself off even though you fall and, you know, um, believe in yourself. That's a big thing. Believe in yourself and know that what you're feeling inside and your goals and your dreams are not these things that are meaningless. Um, You know, bad things happen or, you know, negativity will always be in your life. You are the one who can bring change. And it's just about perspective. You have to have a good, clear perspective of what your goals are and what's important to you and get rid of the people who are going to bring you down. And it's going to take a lot of cleaning out and a lot of like, um, you know, thinking about what's important and what's not important. But, you know, I hope that more women will just press forward, believing in who they are and what they can do and just get rid of anything that's negative that will bring you down and not let these small obstacles. And I emphasize they're just small obstacles. Um, That's right. There are better things out there. That's right. And just remember that believe in yourself and you build yourself back up so you have that strong sense of self and self-worth. Because, you know, and I cannot say this enough, sometimes the curveballs come at us for a reason. And maybe it's because there's a different direction that you're supposed to go in. Maybe the curveball had to be thrown your way in order for you to see that this is another direction I'm supposed to be going. So understand when you get with them that it's a moment in time. Understand that you do not have to allow yourself to just lay there, get up. Like Dr. Jung noticed, trust yourself off and believe that you can overcome. You'll get back on your feet. Remember, never, ever settle for mediocre because you deserve extraordinary. See yourself as being a masterpiece. And if you see yourself as being a masterpiece, you're going to do everything that's in your power to make sure that masterpiece stays intact, psychologically, emotionally, physically, and socially. So Dr. John Kim, do you want to add anything before we close? No, no. You said everything beautifully. And um, I don't know, I couldn't say it better. You, this is, I'm just so glad that you're back on doing your show again, Dr. Colbreth. And, you know, I look Thank forward you. to more shows with you because today was definitely very inspiring with your whole lemonade and curveball thing. I love it. It's very fitting. It's baseball season. And, you know, <laughs> lemonade is one of my favorite drinks. So I okay, love good. all the analogies and everything that you added. I'm just inspired. It's a wonderful Wednesday, and I think I'll make it through the rest of the week with such high inspiration. Wonderful. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you. So, listeners, I'm going to leave you with these thoughts, and then I'm going to leave you with an awesome song that will boost you up. So here's the thing, guys, in closing. Know that curveballs 
can be life-changing. They can shake the fabric of your inner being to such a degree you're left stunned and dazed, maybe even confused. Know that your psychological, emotional, physical, and social well-being are crucial. They may be on the line as a result of the curveball. So when you look at that basket of lemons on your table, you may you may feel broken, you may feel, you know, depressed, upset. But here's the key. You have to get up. Do not allow yourself to drown in your sorrows. You have the power within to change your life, to regroup, to make your lemonade. And when you're making your lemonade, remember, you throw in the ingredients that are going to give you the greatest outcome, the best satisfaction, the perfect taste, whatever you may want to define it as. So no one believes that you do not have to settle, and I always say this because you deserve extraordinary. Let your dreams, your goals, your plans, and your zest for life be your inspiration to keep rising to the top. Having said that, we'll leave you with Kenny Burke's Rising to the Top. And Dr. John Kim, thank you for tonight, and look forward to doing more shows with you and seeing you next week. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night.